Okay, I think we are live. The uh, the April hoodie crew we got over here. <laughs> I'm it's Rattlesnake so, coming so at hot. you live once again from a uh, for another edition of Chairgating, uh, down here in the Snake Pit in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Joined by my co-host Dakota. What up? Dakota. Welcome back home. What's up, y'all? Dakota Drake Four here, coming to you live from South Atlanta from the Rutledge Dome. We got post Richmond to break down. We got a lot of tea to discuss with uh, penalties or no penalties, and we got a uh, we're going dirt racing on Bristol. Um, a yay or nay? I don't know where we stand really on this, <laughs> yeah, but we're we we're still putting dirt on Bristol apparently, and yep. we're going there this weekend. So we can talk about that. Happy Easter! <laughs> All right, let's get into it. What's up? It's Chair Gating coming at you live. Hello, I'm right in. Hell yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Back again, as promised. An impromptu early week episode. <laughs> well, we're always running late. Obviously. Yeah. Always late. Always dadding. Always dadding. Yeah. Actually, I'm not. Samantha has Sophia, and they're not at oh, home. Oh, right wow. Now. This would have been juicy. I didn't see it. Uh, late, this just in. Um, team uh, colleague president. Uh, Chris Rice was Zoom calling into NASCAR Race Hub tonight. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, That was juicy. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I wonder if he was like, bullshit, or if he was like, hey, it is what it is. We move on as a team. Yeah. I hope you Yeah, I mean, because I'm also interested in Denny Hamlin uh, tomorrow. That's his appeal. Yeah, watch him get fine. Because that's a person that will be talking about it. He will give you every detail, like, you know, on his show on Monday. I'm sure we're going to get a full rundown of the process, what was said, how it went down, you know, depending on if he gets it or not. Um, So I like the idea of these people, like, speaking out about it now. Yeah, people that have a voice. Um, I'm being ghetto and listening to this out loud in the grocery store. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. We don't. <laughs> Good, put the rice in the fucking cart. <laughs> How to remove spaghetti? What? What? <laughs> oh, funny, funny turnpike. Welcome back. That yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll get into all the penalties. I'm sure, but we can recap. We can recap Richmond. I mean, I know yeah. we were both very hesitant about going into it. Yeah, like we talked about last week. It was like, what's this package going to do? Second yeah. second edition, I guess. I mean, does code account? I don't. I, I think this package on road courses is its own That's discrepancies. What I was and then this track on short ovals, it's like another animal. Yeah, I was thinking about that as well after the show. Because I was like, well, you know, Coda was good. So, like, maybe this is going to be... Uh, promising for Richmond. I didn't want to get my hopes up though, because then I was like, "Well, that's a that's a road course. Like, yeah, how how yeah. similar can it be?" Um. Yeah. Nathan had a good point. We were talking about was you know, Coda was great. I thought Coda the racing was really well. Yep. Seeing how it finished, whatever. And then I also think Richmond was really well. I really loved what we saw here. And then it just goes to uh, maybe you know maybe second round it'll be better, but it just goes to show how much of a track Phoenix is. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of like, well, look, we just had two really great races with this package, and um, it's two for three. Like, yep. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Richmond was really well. I was there was plenty of passing, plenty of comers and goers. Oh, uh, we had tire wear, we had strategy, cart. There was passes for the lead. Nobody like you couldn't see a guy like run a guy down and just be like, I can't pass him. His air. Right. Like guys pass them on the outside, guys pass them on the inside. It, people were slapping the wall. There was a couple, you know, natural cautions. Um, then we had some, we had some strategy at the end with guys staying out and actually getting the lucky caution. Reddick of all people, last week's winner or the week before's winner, uh, spins out and brings out the inevitable caution. Kevin was going to finish P three at the yep. worst, and then that caution came out and he finished P five. It's whatever. But Josh Berry, and Michael McDowell got lucky. I really thought they were going to spit Josh Berry out there. I was like. Oh, dude, like this moment's going to be too big for him. They're going to eat him up. Is this true to cut out? Are you going to be going to Richmond in July? That's a whole story, dude. We'll just talk after that. <laughs> the whole story. Yeah. It is in the ether if you've got a whispering ear. Interesting. All right. Well, we will discuss that. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, obviously Richmond has been kind of a suit's fest for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not too much of a stretch to say so i think we were all kind of like ah, the bar is kind of set that's what works yeah and i i mean i don't have gluck's pull up in front of me but i think it was around like 80 percent. yes yeah it was really good for like what this year's been at all and then uh i i mean i'd say this was one of the better richmonds of the last like five years yeah i would agree yeah it was actually good um it gave me hope for Richmond again and also for this package. I think that was like the biggest takeaway for me was this package. I'll try to see if I find a spell. Oh, uh, 80, 80, 20. Oh, wow. I nailed yeah. that right on the head, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> 19,000 votes. Yeah, that's got to be one of the highest this year. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think Auto Club was a little higher. I don't, not exactly sure. Yeah. Um, Either way. I don't really remember what Coda got. I think it was not – it wasn't super low, but it was like 70s, I think. Yeah, it was probably around there. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was really good. I thought – I I was very pleased because I was optim- – we talked about how being optimistic and want to see what this package didn't do. Can it bring some Richmond back? I was – the whole race, like we were texting group chat, like, dude, I'm really liking what I'm seeing. Guys are sliding. Uh, guys are, you know, putting the bumper to each other. Like, not that that has to happen, but it's like – Guys were passing. There was like the good drivers and cars were making their equipment last and going to the front. And the guys that couldn't hang on were falling like a rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what I really liked also was strategy played a big role in this. Yeah. Um, we got to see it play out. Um, can I call it a funnel instead of a package? Jesus, Same. Nick. <laughs> hey there, what boys. Andy, big dog. Shout out, what's Fast up, Car. What's up, what's up, what's up? Um, um, oh, that's from Fast Car. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's we got definitely, a sick stash. You'll, you'll like his stash. Yeah, we're definitely planning on having them on. So, um, did Have we, like, agreed for next week? Is that uh, is that happening? I, we put it in text um, confirmation. Okay. I think Andy's a go. He's got okay. I don't want to like put it out there too early if it's not committed. I want to tease all listening. these people in the comments. Yeah, for anyone listening, uh, I think next week they'll be coming on. That'll yeah. be a well, lot. I finally fun. have some friends join. <laughs> yeah, it's they been, seem like a, they seem cool. So I'm excited to talk to them, and I we'll probably see them at some races. Right, they're going to be at Dega, I'm sure. 
I don't know if they're going to Dega. They are going to Bristol, so that'd be great for next week. They're big Atlanta guys. They love Atlanta, and I uh, know they love Charlotte, which we might be able to slip out too. So that'll be yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. We're like, now we're going to go to like two races this year. And then as the season just progresses. Felicia like, brought it up because this Richmond thing has come up. And I was like, yo, <laughs> you know, like she's like, yeah, I'm not going to a bunch of races yeah. this year. And I was like, okay, hear me out. Hashtag forever. Uh, Turnpike, I've been waiting like a year for an invite. I'm pretty sure I've invited you. I'm pretty sure you have. Yeah, we just haven't worked out the details. See, you got to be persistent with us. We're really uh, we barely make it in front of this computer. Yeah, like if you haven't been able to tell as we hop on like five minutes after the scheduled time, and we were ambitious with the 7:30 tonight. I will say, I think we were like, we can do this. Yeah. We were ambitious. You know, we we're a little late, but we'll have our night now. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the strategy was really cool to see because I think the best cars of the day didn't win. It was the people that just played the right strategy one, you know, in particular Kyle Larson. Yeah, that's the thing. Kyle Larson was not like the car to beat by any means. I think there was like three no, or four other guys. Truex, was... William Byron. Truex showed up at the last half and it was Denny. like, oh, fuck Truex is here to play this is the best he's looked all season yeah and then the the early tire strategy came back to bite him in the ass they had no tires yep. left yep uh willie b looked astounding like i'm still waiting for this to dwindle out and it has not fizzled willie b's here to stay yeah um, every single week he is kevin competing. looked really good and they're tired they they fumbled a pit stop and just at the end of the race got back um damn Denny Hamlin looked so good, and then they just shot themselves in both feet. Yeah, it seems <laughs> nice. Yeah, it seems like all, like I said, all the best cars uh, out there. Yeah. Something happened, and you know, Larson played a strategy, and it worked, uh, yeah. and he won because of that. And yeah, this is kind of what I wanted to talk about the yeah. situation. Oh, a wild. lot of hot gossip. Yeah, wild. I know. Um, I know Junior talked about it also, and. He's he was actually in defense of the crew chief, saying yeah. like the driver doesn't need to know everything. And sometimes if you tell a driver something like that, it might actually get into his head. Well, yeah, so he was like, that. I want to know as a driver. He's like, however, if I know, I'm probably gonna finish like twentieth. Yeah, yeah, because you're gonna start driving more conservative and just yeah, you know. or you know, now you're already chief, in your head that you're gonna get past. Yeah, so the crew chief, I guess, you know, by not telling him, might be thinking like, I don't want this to get into his head. It's kind of like a pitcher in baseball. You know, mm-hmm. you want them to have like a clear mind to get the job done if they're focused on one thing that could cause a problem in the future. So yeah. maybe that's it. Um, because after listening to that episode, I was like, okay, I understand a little bit better now, which is usually what the download does for me. Um. Because initially, I was kind of with Nick. I was like, holy shit, dude. That is such a big fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I like, And that's the thing where I was like, dude, why would they not tell him? But then it's like, you got to think, like, well, if he don't know, it won't hurt him. Like, it might <laughs> well, hurt him. Well, mom don't know, it won't hurt her. It's easy to, like, it's easy to, like, hindsight it now. Okay, yeah. baby. It's like, it's like, well, dude, you know, if he'd known. But then it's like, well, what if he did know and then he finished, you know, 20th? It's like, he's still yeah. got to. Top 10 out of it, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's a top-level crew chief for a reason. You know, he's dealt yeah. with shit like this. We're just, like, sitting here being like, man, I would have told him. But it's like, maybe he actually did have a really good uh, intention with all this. Yeah, I uh, I think that, I don't know. 
is James Small had some big shoes to fill when Cole Pern left. Yeah. And and it's like, how are you going to place Cole Pern? It's like, he, he can't be the same guy. But damn, he's been doing a good job. But the lack of success in the last two years is kind of like, yeah. hey, buddy. Yeah. No, I mean, that is, you know, that's worrisome. Um, I wonder what Truex's opinion on that is. Yeah, I, I wonder, wonder if, if I'm sure all week they'll be in his ear about it. I wonder if Truex, you know, is kind of like the past two years is on me, not really on him. He just made that one mistake. Or maybe this is kind of a accumulation. <laughs> oh, man, the audience. I hope you all are screenshotting this. This is like the perfect still image. <laughs> are you back? I don't even I don't even care. It's already glitching and it is a still image of you picking your nose. That's I want I want them to see. <laughs> Do the bird box thing. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't get my train of thought. It was too funny. Mm. Uh, mm. yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah, I that's think I way. think they I don't yeah, I mean that's kind of just it, to me that sums up how their kind of relationship has gone. Had some fast speed at some tracks and never can close. Oh, never have had it's a always lot some, of fast speed. At a always lot, always had tracks. something plague them. Always had something like come up, something a bad pit call, a bad tire strategy is like close but no cigar. I mean, they won the clash, yeah, but I mean, who even remembers that? Yeah, but, I mean, it literally doesn't count. So <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I think Trix gets a win this year. Clearly, seeing how the speed was there, I mean. I mean, we if, that caution, that, if that caution ever come out, I thought Truex was going to win. I could say that every week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know I, mean, what I mean, I'm the this best is... rapper alive, right? <laughs> Did I see that? Yeah. And you, that cracked me up. Yeah. My comment back to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, actually, I'm one of the best rappers. Yeah. Ever. I just, you, you don't, you can't hear me. You can't yeah, hear me. I, yeah. Um, oh yeah. My God. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, Truex, it's an interesting saga that continues. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it's the crew chief. I don't know if it's his age. I don't know if it's the new car or the new package or just a combination of all of those things, but yeah. it's, it's weird to see his downfall. It's kind of been like a little dark shadow cloud over him. And I mean, is this just a thing that all aging drivers have to experience at some point? I guess. I just always hate Cole Pern left. I would have loved to see them like retire together. Yeah. But now I'm thinking back about like great drivers. They kind of have those like uh, twilight years where they struggle. Yeah. And maybe we're just coming into that age into NASCAR where guys like Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. I mean, Harvick's now leaving, but you know, the older guys are just like, maybe they can't keep up anymore. I don't know. Denny uh, works out a lot. He talked about that, about staying healthy at his age. And yeah. I think that helps big time. I mean, that's what Tom Brady did to continue his career. So I think that's really smart. Um, it's interesting, Kyle Bush like wearing glasses now, being like kind of embracing that his vision yeah. is like gonna start going out at his older age. Right. Uh there's a lot of young talent coming up though. So they're gunning for those seats, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a for a couple of years it was like, man, no, but there's like nobody to really come up and like who's next hot but then like after seeing what i'm seeing this so far this year you know two new winners this weekend I'm exactly like, 
Oh shit, man. I mean, I guess like some of these guys, seats are about to start opening up and there's a couple hot known talents to go in them. I mean, I you know, it's a very specific scenario, but I think a perfect example of this is Ty Gibbs and Kyle Bush. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, you have like a arguably the best value. You have yeah, you have arguably the best NASCAR driver active in the Cup series, like him or Joey. Um but one of the best, top like three, no doubt about it being replaced for a young up and coming talent who is a hot talent, you know, look, he's, he's been killing it lately. Um, yeah. You know, he's a young hot talent that people are interested in and he replaces the greatest driver we have right now. And, you know, that's pretty much because of money, but it's not going to be isolated to Kyle Bush. Hey, speaking of which Ty Gibbs, three top tens in a row or three right. ninth place finishes in a row. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think <laughs> like, if that what is kid, going I give that half a first that kid the first half of the season and I kind of figure everything out. We come back to some of these tracks a second time. I think Ty Gibbs could get to heating up. Yeah, big time. I mean, if he's keeping this level of consistency this early, yeah. that's really yeah. impressive. I mean, I don't I mean, tell me where Noah G finished. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. But I mean I think he was one of the yellows. Yeah. It's a good point. It's a good point. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see that little rivalry continue. So Noah's got to step it up. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, I want to see Noah do better, but it's like, just don't think if it'll be in the 42 car. It just seems like once we pull up these, this young talent that we're like, okay, they've dominated trucks and expanded, and now they're getting pulled to cup. We're always a little concerned about like, oh man, that sucks for those series though. They're losing yeah. their best talent. But they keep just replacing it, it seems like. Especially Xfinity. That series doesn't matter what guys are in it. That series yeah. is always popping off. Yeah, what it like they just keep getting this young talent that you're like, oh shit. All right, maybe he's the yeah. next guy. And that's really promising because that, that means that we have a lot of young talent coming up. Yeah. Yeah, lots to look forward to. I'm very curious where NASCAR is in a couple of years. And, like, uh, I mean, we're not – Kevin's just the first dom- – I mean, not a first domino, but, like, Kevin's just another domino to fall yeah. and – our childhood of drivers just slowly going away. And like Joey Logano's the the old guy, you know, ha ha. I was just going to ask, do you think Joey's going to be the last one since he was so young when he blew up? Yeah. Joey was like the, I don't know, Joe. I remember Denny Hamlin and Clint Boyer being rookies. It's like, I remember Casey Kane's rookies. It's like, there's a lot of guys. I remember the rookie season and they're gone now. And I'm yeah. Like, but do, do you think Joey's going to be the last one that was like from that era, the old, the old times, kind of like yeah, how like yeah, like, or would it be Austin Dillon? Is Joey? Is Joey? Joey's, Joey's going to. Well, Joey, I think pre two thousand ten, because Joey started in 08. Yeah, um, I believe, and it's yeah pre two thousand ten is like the I know they're the time. the same age, but even still, I think Joey's going to outlast Austin. Yeah, I can see Austin, you know, doing the whole career. We talk about that every season with Austin. Like, I don't, Austin, I don't, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't. I can't even predict in the future like when Joey's going to retire because he's still very young, very right. fit, you know, active, dominant driver. Um, I, I don't. Who knows how long he's going to keep going for? So, yeah, I think, and then uh, there's another RCR prospect in the waiting, like mm-hmm. knocking on the door. Yes, and um. So I could see I I don't know I, there's all kinds of doors I think there's in the next of, two to three the, years uh, the series will not look like it does today. No, not at all. But there's a lot of promising upcoming talent. I think that can fill those seats. Uh, hopefully they bring a little bit of personality to keep us interested. Yeah, but that's yeah, a promising. 
thought. <laughs> We're usually very negative, so that's that's somewhat promising. Yeah. Now, now what's left of the sport for them to take over? I guess we'll see. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know where we go from here, and I from everything that just keeps teasing and stuff. I'm kind of yeah. like, ooh, like, yeah, I don't like what I'm seeing in the distant shadows. But then I'm also like, there's still little glimmers of hope. We're going to North Wilkesboro. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, going to short tracks more. Sort of is like, <laughs> hey, we're taking <laughs> downforce away. I'm like, you know, it's kind of like, man, it's just really hot. But is that a tranny? <laughs> no, and but it, no, I didn't it know. Always it was, is. I didn't know it was my sister when I kissed her. <laughs> like, that's kind of where NASCAR is headed to me. Yeah, I think the most concerning. She's the hottest guy alive, girl alive. You just said your sister was hot. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> some sort of sick perv. <laughs> you a perv? Yeah. Um, I think the most concerning thing for me is the news that like every manufacturer is only going electric in the future. Yeah, very, very concerning for where this uh, country is in like 10 years. Um, yeah, that's the biggest concern for me. Of Like yeah. of everything else, of all the other dumb decisions that NASCAR as a body, as an organization does. Right. The biggest thing for me is actually external and it's the manufacturers because I know yeah. where that's going to lead us. This is what the manufacturers wanted. Yep. Okay, show me where they said that. That's what they always say. Show me where they said that. Shit. And it's just like. Oh, I didn't know the manufacturers were buying tickets yeah. to go to the races. I didn't know oh. the manufacturers were, you know, watching your race on TV. I get that they're important. I get that we need them. But, like, at what point do we need them? Well, I always hated, like, NASCAR cares about the fans. Like, okay. Like, who right. are we kidding here? Yeah, they care about your votes. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> it's like, dude, this is all a joke. Yeah, like – how far do we go to where we go? You know what? I don't. I don't care about the manufacturer anymore. Like we'll just buy a car. I don't care if they're all just the car, the the car, such and such number car. Yeah. At what point are you just like we're just gonna buy cars and build our own engines and like race because fans just want to watch racing? You know, if they're just like okay, now we're going electric. Like I can tell you right now, I'm not watching NASCAR if it goes electric. I'm yeah, sure- that'll be probably the end of the show. I'm sure I'm not the only one. It's kind of like Bud Light and their new, uh, their new, their new marketing scheme spokesman. I'm just like, who it's are you? Spot on that. Like, what are you yeah. targeting? I don't yeah. understand. You're not going to. What is grow- 70% of your demographic? I mean, you're not growing a new audience with that. And you're losing a huge chunk of your audience. I saw a lot of memes with like truckers and shit uh, with like the pride flag on their Bud Lights. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of what how I feel about like, if we go electric, it's just like, dude, I'm not the only one that's going to stop watching. I think a vast majority of people will stop. And watching. that's what kills me with all the kids is they'll be like, uh, they'll be like, Ooh, this bothers you. You weren't a fan to begin with. Yeah. Just shut up and eat it. Is it good? Yeah. I guess. Drink yeah, or, Kool-Aid. or when they're like, Oh, Oh, if you don't like this boomer, stop watching. It's like, you know what yeah. I mean? When I stop watching, there's nothing left. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I can get into dirt cars. I don't yeah. I don't really know. Dirt's cool. Dirt's very cool. I mean, look at the hoodie I'm wearing. Uh, I've gotten super into it, so I definitely recommend it. Kind of dipping your toes in now because we know where the future is going for NASCAR. Yeah, you I need to get a little experience. Ice. Yeah, start to learn some drivers. Uh, the ratings have been a hot topic this week, although we've appealed to new fans temporarily. I feel like we are running off our true audience. Yeah. So um, 
I think it was, was it, I can't remember whose pod it was. Oh, you know what? It was Denny talking about um, Dirt Bristol, and which we will get into. Um, talking about Dirt Bristol and if we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, I liked, he was, I liked his comments on that. Yeah, he was talking about it was really exciting when you first did it. Fans yeah, were woo, engaged. This was crazy. Cars on dirt, what? Yeah, fans were engaged. People were yeah. excited, and NASCAR looked at those things and said, well, look at how great this is doing. Let's keep doing it. The problem is the hype went away because it's yeah. not real dirt racing. Now it's, it's not, like, oh, we're doing this again. Y'all did this again? That's well, it's not real about. Bristol. It's not real dirt. Like, what is it? So the hype goes away. You have the excitement at the first time, and now that's gone. And now people are getting tired of it and bored of it. They're not getting tired and bored of Talladega or Darlington or these tracks that we've. Yeah, always that's how they're not to. putting dirt on Talladega. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, gee, thank God. But um, you know, I think that relates to NASCAR as a whole right now, and maybe it's the marketing problem. But the whole idea is like, okay, let's quickly get a new audience. Let's quickly increase viewership. And it's not working. It's not going to go for a long time because you're just living off hype. You're living off quick yeah. burning hype and not long term support. You know, from one thing fans. that's always bothered, like, it's one thing Dalton actually has always made sense on because I can agree with him on this. Is, Dalton made sense on something? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> is, I'll elaborate, is that with the, instead of, you know, talk, or they talk about the, the spring race is all what nobody ever shows up. Bubba, the fans, you know, always dwindled, mm -hmm. this and that. And instead of, like, looking at, hey, maybe what if we move the date around? We just put dirt on the track. Is yeah. we always run this freaking early, late March, early April, rainy-ass weekend, yeah. no matter whether there's dirt on the track or not. And guess what? There's, like, scheduled three days of rain this weekend in Bristol. If... You know, I was going to take my whole family and spend $2,500. I'd be a little hesitant, perhaps. I'd yep. be Luna. And I'd, I, you know, I'd be a little like angsty about, uh, like, okay, hey, do I want this? But is my family going to want to go sit in the rain all weekend for this shit? Especially uh, for a dirt race. What do you Yeah, mean? especially a dirt like race that's... is like, is like, uh, yeah, it's a passionate fan, but it's like, what if we move this shit to May? I know maybe it's a little closer together, but you put the, you put a hot, you know, early summer night rate, or it can be a day race. It's early summer day race in May in Bristol. I would definitely go a lot more. <laughs> it's better. funny as as you're saying this. I'm reading this comment. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that would be great. Is, race right before the Coke 600. Yeah. It's like I would. You know, I think there's something more to that than like, hey, yeah, we'll come back for the dirt race. I'm sure that it'll be next year, but I don't see this lasting forever. No. I don't think it does. And as Denny said, it might not. What did he say? It's it's 2024, but like not sure past that. Um, yeah. Something like, like that. Yeah. He was like, I don't, I'm not sure if we see Bristol dirt in 24, I think. Yeah, that's right. He said not even in 24. That would be really crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, wasn't it Chris Busher that just tweeted out that meme? Uh, that meme? Yeah. I love him that. being like thinking about. When they about take the best track in NASCAR and, and cover covering it in dirt. It in dirt. Like, Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it was like I like seeing drivers race. get in on it. Like too. all sad. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was a great meme, and I love the drivers kind of speaking out uh, because I think most fans are like on board with that idea. They're kind of like, yeah. Uh, Denny said also like, let's go to dirt. We're not against putting these cars on dirt and seeing what these drivers can do, but like we've all said from the beginning, what are we doing? Go to an actual dirt track. 
Yeah, they have, or against they putting dirt on Bristol. They have tracks built for these things. Yeah, in in you know areas yeah. that don't have any NASCAR races, and their fans would probably love to get the opportunity to do that. Go out to yeah. Iowa, go to Pennsylvania. You know, like dirt communities. Yeah, I guarantee you it would probably sell out. You yeah, you yeah. want to get the dirt crowd back into? I think NASCAR it, I think there's one, way more race. to it. Yeah, uh, I mean, doorbone yeah. clear. Well, you know, said, they always entertain with like, what or what? Uh, I think we were delayed. I think we were. Uh, yeah, are you are you back on now? Or are we in the same? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. The, the damn satellites. Um, <laughs> is I think too is like people are like, well, where are you gonna get that date from? It's like, well, how many races have two races? Drop a drop a date from one of these tracks that doesn't need two dates, and take your Bristol dirt date and move it to May for a regular Bristol spring race, and keep your little spring date and go to a real dirt track. Yeah, maybe in I the mean, Midwest, go out to un, unknown market. Definitely you know, in the Midwest, out there towards Colton's area. Uh, it's like go out there, see what there is. There's plenty of dirt tracks. Oh, it couldn't tolerate you know the stands make temporary stands f1 did it i mean uh indycar did it make temporary stands bring it in uh, it's cost money you know what else costs money building a fucking track in a coliseum yeah, putting so dirt I, in. I don't want to hear any of that yeah it's just like people are always like, what about this like no um the ross memes killed it this week what were the ross memes did you see dude any? i sent them in the group chat uh, i was dying rolling so on the busy. floor i've been so ross busy. Was it talking about the wrecking ball stuff? Not, well, I mean, kind of, yeah, talking about Ross and that. and But because, you know, Christopher Bell wrecks William Byron and blames Ross. And blames Ross him, never yeah, even, and says the wrecking Never ball even got him. near him. Yeah, yeah but, but you didn't see all those memes Cody and Vince were making? <laughs> no, dude. I, I've been so dude, busy this week. I've been barely on Okay, go media. to uh, the NASCAR fans group chat and just go to the pictures. The NASCAR fans I want group you to live reaction these. Yes, that's what it's called. <laughs> You know what, what was I the mean. meme where it's like when you die and they see your group chats <laughs> yeah oh my god just go to the pictures oh and scroll my god <laughs> dude, <laughs> they cracked me the fuck Abraham up. lincoln dude the pearl harbor one titanic <laughs> oh my god 9 11 oh shit these are great they're great dude i, I was oj <laughs> the titanic wow okay yeah those Did are you see hilarious. the nascar ones yeah, yeah, yeah. The that Dale was one. <laughs> yeah, Dale. And the 2006 Dega. Yeah, that's Ross. brutal, dude. But yeah, people were making them were like, damn it, Ross. Because <laughs> he wrecked everything. Yeah, Ross good. is at it again. That's really good. It was so funny. Yeah, that's good. Um, Yeah, I mean, at what point is it just like, I get everybody hates Ross, but like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, this point, he's just on the track and like that damn one car. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'm just driving. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what that interview with Bob or whatever, he was like, I wasn't even near him. I mean, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I made it three wide. It's like three to go or it was three to go. He's <laughs> like, uh, but he's like, I didn't touch him or do anything irrational. And I was so, like, yeah, Ross jumped down there and Seabell pissed his pants. So changing the subject a little bit, but staying on the topic of Ross Chastain, it's the only reason that r reminded me of this, was, uh, I don't know if you saw that the, um, what was it, NASCAR teams were like asking, they wanna, they're want they having a meeting with NASCAR <laughs> to talk about rev shares. 
Yeah, and they're um, boycotting it or something. Yeah, that's right. They're boycotting the meeting. Yeah, dude, I want to know if they did or not. So, um, so a bunch, I saw of a bunch of people <laughs> in the replies. Uh, a lot of you in the replies were like, "I blame Ross, Ross Ross, <laughs> and shit like that." This is all Ross's. Fault. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, I don't know. What do you What do you think of the uh, teams asking for more money? I think it's appropriate. I mean, I don't. I why is all the? It's like all this is kind of like under wraps and hidden, like hush hush, like shh, don't talk about the money. It's kind of like like um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, why don't we? Why isn't this an open? We know. We know what quarterback signs what contract for what money, but when it comes to NASCAR, they're like, oh, shh, shh, don't talk about it. <laughs> uh, um, I don't get that, why this sport is that way. Caps, apparently, yeah. Hey, hey, don't don't tell don't tell Daniel Suarez what you're making. Don't tell him what we got. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think it's appropriate. I don't know if it's appropriate right now because. Yeah. They want more rev from TV, right? That's the, what the yeah. whole thing is about. Is that like on the TV deal, they want more, um, they want more rev from that, more higher percentage. Uh, with this next TV deal, though, I yeah. don't foresee it. I, I think it's going to go down. I mean, viewership has been down all year, it's, it's increasingly decreasing. <laughs> so, that's a thing. I keep seeing people like, oh, well. You, they went head to head with uh, women's c- fucking basketball, and it's like, I mean, yeah, but you know, it's like I also I've never really been like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never even really like looked into like they're ahead of college they're, lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, the rating the ratings are down. Oh my god! Like I don't really care what the ratings are as long as I can watch it. Um. But I also know there's more to that and, like, what makes the world go round. Well, the problem is, yeah, if the ratings continuously go down, you won't be watching it. Yeah. That's the the real issue. I don't think – I don't know. It's it's like I want the sport to prosper, but if prospering means the direction it's heading, I want – I'm not as upset about it. Yeah, we discussed that where we were saying, you know, you look at the mainstream pop culture and you look at how that looks – yeah. If you want NASCAR to get back in pop culture, the last time NASCAR was part of mainstream pop culture, mainstream pop culture looked very different than it does today. You know, yeah. they loved patriotism, the working class man, you know, blue jeans and rock and roll and cowboy hats and Corvettes and titties. <laughs> like that yeah. was mainstream pop culture at that time. So it's kind of yeah. a natural fit for NASCAR to be part of that because that's what NASCAR kind of represented. Uh, you know, Leonard Skinner was cool. Like Confederate flags were acceptable. Like the Southern yeah. heritage, Southern pride thing, that was normal. So NASCAR fit into that perfectly. But you look at like mainstream pop culture today, and it looks polar opposite to that. NASCAR is not, you know, I don't know. We're gonna get in trouble for any of this, but like transgender pride stuff, you know. <laughs> And like uh, Bud Light sponsoring that stuff and like Rihanna and Beyonce and Drake, like NASCAR doesn't fit into any of that. And I'm not knocking that mainstream. I mean, I don't live in that world, but that is just the reality of the situation. That is what mainstream pop culture looks like today. If that's if you want NASCAR to succeed like they used to be as big as 
the NBA, then prepare for, you know, kneeling for national anthems because that's where those types of things happen. Yeah, don't um, call your fans, your longtime fans you racist. You will be called racist a lot because those are the places where that is happening. So if you want NASCAR to grow like it was back then, my concern is grow into what? Yeah. It's a big leading concern is like I always talk about is like, what's the sport going to look like in 20 years? I'm like, will there be a sport in 20 years? Corvette and titties. I love that. Yeah. Also, I forgot jet skis. Corvettes, jet skis, and titties. Ooh, so ooh, yeah. I mean, and I'm, I know that we discussed it privately. And I was like, at what point do I just, am I just okay with NASCAR shrinking? <laughs> like shedding yeah. this like pop culture? Coming, uh, like, you know, like Monster Jam. Monster Jam comes to town and like nobody even knows about it. But yeah, I mean, if you go to your local Kroger, there might be an ad of like, hey, this Saturday, come on out and bring your kids. Monster Jam. At what point does like NASCAR just become like, which I, hell, it probably, I think like most of the people in, that live in this area are like, oh, the NASCARs are in town. The NASCARs. The, race, the, ra- the races are this weekend. <laughs> It's like that's how people go. I think but. the only the only thing holding NASCAR back from that is the fact that people alive can still remember it was part of that mainstream pop culture. Whereas mm-hmm. like Monster Jam is more like uh I think people view it more as like professional wrestling where like you know it's fake, but it's like for yeah. kids, you know? It's like it's yeah. a kid thing, we know it's fake. NASCAR people are like, "Oh, I remember Dale Earnhardt. I remember Jeff Gordon. Like they were like yeah. top athletes in the world at the time, you know, like highest paid athletes, media everywhere. I think that's the only thing keeping this image of NASCAR, you know, somewhat positive is just nostalgia for those times. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it take, they take you back. Uh, so um, I don't know. I don't know. I like it. Like you said, TV viewership shrinking. I don't know. Is it a terrible thing or is it just like, also, is the way the people culture. the way people watch TV these days. I mean, you can watch it on your phone. Does that count? Does yeah. that go to the shares? I yeah. don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, the they algorithm works. they report numbers for streaming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's just down across the board, like straight up. But you know what? And you know, for work, for what I do, I can tell you, viewership for the biggest dirt races we have continues to grow. Yeah, what does that tell you? I'll tell you that much. The dirt racing yeah, they're viewership not numbers million year by year. Dirt dirt v- racing viewership numbers are healthy. I'll tell you what doesn't help is um a real shitty broadcast. <laughs> yeah, that uh, you I know mean, what? Hey, that's yeah, a big like, part of it. I don't want to watch this. Uh, yeah, I think what our sport is doesn't fit in the box of the majority of our country of what our country lives in. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. I see. I saw Barstool post this thing about what was it like a four year old turkey hunting in South Dakota, yeah. and he was going to teach one of the Barstool employees how to hunt turkeys in South Dakota, and it's like cute because this little, this little four year old boy, um, and like a lot of the comments were like this is grooming, this is disgusting, blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, we live in polar opposite worlds. That's normal. <laughs> right. Like, I don't. Right. If I see a son with his, with if he's if I see a dad with his young son out hunting i wouldn't think twice about it i go yeah that's how you grow up that's normal um yeah i did it's it, we can go down all kinds of rabbit holes on that one with society and what's right and wrong with kids and stuff but <laughs> <laughs> yeah the people commenting that they're not going to be nascar fans and i think that's kind of just you know that's the thing 
Um, Dakota taught me to airplay the race on my TV. You don't know how to airplay things? <laughs> um, here's another thing. My dad talked to him Sunday, and he was like, I, I, he said something I was like, he, I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm working out in the garden. I said, the race is on. He was like, I know. And I was like, what the hell? And he was like, oh, I got it recording. I'm going to watch it later when I eat dinner tonight. So does that go into viewership? The old men that record it and watch it later before bed, does that count? Yeah. Does it? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would count. Oh, like because he recorded it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and your like box will be able to pick up that you actually watched it, and it'll see okay. like how like how much of it you watched and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good about like. Now, here's the thing: reporting honest numbers. That's what they're not so good at. Yeah, uh, as a person that has to those review- numbers up. Yeah, as a person that run has the re- numbers again. As a person that has to report viewership numbers for racing, um, I you know I never lie about numbers, but it is tougher on your job when you have to report bad numbers. I'll right. say that much. When you have to send the those bad numbers to the sponsors of that event that are asking about, you know, how it went, um, mm-hmm. if they are not good, that makes your job a lot worse. Now, I don't experience that much because we have great viewership numbers. So my job's pretty easy. I just go, hey, there you go. And they go, man, hey, thanks for everything you did. And I go, I didn't do much. I just <laughs> gave you those numbers. Um, so, no, they're pretty good. We You you can get very accurate numbers. It's just how you want to report them. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, shit. I thought the Going broadcast to... this week was pretty good. I mean, it's not NBC, but it was pretty good. And they said I liked Larry Mack. Yeah, Larry Mack. It was refreshing. Um, God, Clint I'm surprised was... that it worked as well as it did. Honestly, I was watching the pre-race as I was like outside getting the grill ready and stuff, and I was watching pre-race, yep. and um. I like they did like the red carpet for the drivers meeting and they were like grabbing drivers and like, how you like your yeah. hot rod today? Yeah. And that's pretty much all Clint was saying. <laughs> and Alex Bowman came up and um, what's his name? Not Mike Joy. The guy that does like all the Fox, like NFL. I can't think of his name. He does um, like all the Fox broadcast stuff. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Anyways, him and uh, Clint and uh, Larry Mack are standing there talking to drivers as they come by. And I know exactly what you're talking about. And I can't, I, know, I, can't I was trying name. to Google it because uh, I was like, what is his name? Yeah. Uh, anyways, Bowman comes up and he's like, Alex Bowman. He's like, uh, dude, you're qualifying me right now. He's like, you're, uh, you're starting on the pole here at a track you've won before. And Clint Boyd just goes, pole cat. <laughs> and I was like, I about spit out my beer. I was like, what the fuck is that? You can tell Bowman was like, God. <laughs> like you could tell he was like shit and like i it, it was just so funny because clint boyer was like pole cat and it was like <laughs> that's the shit right there that's just that yeah man got the pole cat <laughs> sorry you broke up for a second are you back yeah i, I don't know yeah, yeah, I was just saying, like, right. who says right. that? Who fucking yeah, says right. that? <laughs> like, hey, okay, uh, I don't know. It just totally threw me off. And it's like, that's the kind of shit where Boyer, I'm like, hey, let's tone that down a bit. Uh, do you think that if NASCAR allows us to stream races on Peacock and then they have a normal Fox broadcast, well, they wouldn't do Peacock and Fox together because uh, that's uh, two different totally companies. Work. Could we have a Peacock broadcast versus a 
No, they won't allow that. So they'll you can watch the races on FS1 app. You can stream it there. But if yeah. you have cable, you can just watch the Fox Sports channel. Uh, and then when it switches over, you can stream it on Peacock. Um, or are they doing their um, NBC Sports or whatever? I don't know. Dude, I would totally, I'll totally bet money. And well, it's hard to say. Okay, I'll say late, <laughs> Damn it, su- su- late summer races is I bet NBC's numbers are better than Fox's in the regular season. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, Man, just uh, to me, that's broadcast versus broadcast. I think NBC will have a better coverage. And to me, I mean, I guess NBC's got the Peacock thing, but well, NBC, the one flaw NBC always had was Chris Myers. Chris Myers, yes, yep. thank you. Thank you. Is, so uh, NBC would be like, qualifying's on Peacock, and practice is on NBC Sports Network, and the yeah. race is on oh, NBC. Um, but the next week it's on CBS, and this week it's on um, Peacock. It was like, all right, like y'all are doing so good. Let's let's cut this out. Right. And then that's like, it's like Fox will be like, oh, next week's on Fox, but this week's on FS1. Hey, I don't get FS1. Well, that's too fucking bad. Figure it out. <laughs> You're like, what the hell? Yeah, I think our best hope for NASCAR <laughs> would be it's it remains the same. You get the Fox and then it switches over. Uh, but there's a streaming option that you can have year round that you pay for. You pay like a annual fee or whatever they charge. Yeah. You pay for it. But with that, not only do you get the race coverage, but you get a different booth. Yeah. I want, I want this. I want, I don't want just the stream from Fox. I don't have no booth. That's okay too. But like, if they want to have their own booth, like that would be cool. Cause then, yeah. you know, then you have like an alternative thing. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't even need the booth. I do like having them explain things to me though. Sometimes. Well, like, so I'd like to have some people talking. Spectacular. I like getting told what the crew chief's thinking here right. and what's going on with that driver's head when that driver does that. And, What's the tire strategy call here? What should they do with uh, you know, fuel? It's like I like hearing all that. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, um, I don't like hear hot dang diggity dog. That car's a hot rod. Like I don't like hearing that shit. Um, I'm trying to say earlier, just use Peacock as an example. Yeah, it would have to be like a totally separate thing that's not a competitor with like Fox or NBC. Obviously, it'd have to be you know NASCAR might just do it themselves. Might have their own streaming. Obviously, I'd love. I'd pay for it. To take it. <laughs> but if I pay for it and it's like the Fox like broadcast ticket, I'm gonna be livid. Then, then I just wouldn't pay for it because I'd be like, well, yeah. I just get Fox. Get rid of that broadcast. I, I just meant some to... sort of silly broadcast. Yeah, right. I'm paying but money it, for. Yeah, if I'm paying the money, I want a separate broadcast team. Yeah. I want some new people and hopefully it's better. I think it would be though because if you're paying subscription, they care a lot more about what you have to say because you're like I'll cancel my subscription like oh shit, dude. That's like a, you know, 150 bucks a year. That's yeah. we're Which losing. what I don't what I don't get is that like they act like there's this random fan that no uh-uh. It, please god no is <laughs> oh no they act like this random fans like getting in from cutting grass getting a fresh lemonade sitting on the couch and being like what's on the tv and they're like <laughs> nascar at bristol dirt i think i'll watch that and they turn it on like what's this they act like every week <laughs> what's that's what they act like every week that is what is how they're gaining fans and i don't understand it because i guarantee you probably 85 percent of the people watching the race every week are people that knew that what time that race was starting yeah yeah and i think if they had a streaming option 
it would reveal itself very quickly what their actual fan base size is because it would be like all their real fans would subscribe and then we would see tv viewership change a lot yeah i agree well shit you want to rate this damn richmond race that uh seemed to please us pretty well yeah yeah i already got mine written down i wrote it down at the beginning of the show just so i would get it out of the way i wanted to write it down before i got a judge of what you thought um yeah i should have done that (laughs) all right so you want me to go first or were you gonna say yours you go first because i want to see how close it is to mine that you don't know about okay (laughs) yeah let's see atlanta i give a six one phoenix five nine vegas four seven god it's been a rough year man but coda i think we're more rounded this year last year we were like woo. um i think now we're a little more seasoned Coda gave a seven three, mm-hmm. so I'm going to give this a seven two. Really? Yep. Okay. Why? What are you going with? I gave it an eight one. Wow, you really liked it. I didn't. I, I mean, I thought it was good. Seven two. Well, basing off, I the poll, Coda I better. thought eighty was appropriate. Last thing, I think I like Richmond better, mainly because uh, road okay. course versus short track. But I also liked. I liked. I, I think Richmond just automatically gets a plus one over Coda, but then it's like uh, the racing wise, the strategy, there was guys, you know, be, be bumping each other. Coda was kind of a really good road course race. It had that calamity at the end. This one tried to do that. I think we need to address this. There's something to be said in the near future. I don't know about mid season, but like next year during the off season, about like what we're doing with late race yellows and green white checkers. Yeah. And I am pro green white checkers till we finish this motherfucker. But damn, Jeff Gluck and them have been kind of persuading me like, does it have to end under green? Because I'm very pro one of this race under green. But at this point, we're getting four or five restarts. And it's like, what are we doing? Like the race is over. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, I I'm kind of leaning a lot more towards hey, green white checkered. If the caution comes out, that's it. Right? Like green, white, checkered. If you finish, you know, yeah. finish. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, we used to do that, and it was like, well, caution came out in turn one, and that was it. Like, it sucked. But I'm also like, I think right. I would like that better than this That's the thing. I remember doing that. Like and five being restarts at Coda. That was an hour long. Yeah, that really did put a. So or maybe certain road courses or, you know, Talladega and stuff, maybe we can look at more into it. Um, I just think there's something to be said about like late race yellows. It's a so lot. Was this the? I mean, you know what bothered me too? The caution came out with 22 to go when William Byron spun, and we restarted with 14 to go. Single yeah. car spin. Right. Yep. Barely touched the wall. They waited three laps to open pit road. Um, I did want to try to answer this. What's your dream booth mm. right now? Right now, like it, like as in tomorrow or like next year? Like tomorrow. Well, can't say it if they're fucking racing. Um, Wait, what? I was... Okay, well, then next year, if that works better for you. Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch, Adam Alexander. I don't know if Adam Alexander fits. He just more works there at Fox. That's a Fox boost. Uh, See, no, I'm I would be cool with like... Anybody. Okay. Because I think you're, I, I think love you're pretty... Steve Latart. 
Well, I like Junior. I like Junior. Yeah, uh, okay. Junior. See, I like I, Junior and Kurt right away. I, I was just thinking Fox. I do yeah, like yeah, Kurt. Yeah, yeah, no, you boost. can do anybody. Okay, yeah, I was I do like Kurt in the booth. I think he's really he gives a lot of insight, kind of keeps it professional. Yeah, I like Larry Mack, but Larry Mack is like 78 years old. So the, I was going to bring that up about Larry Mack. I it's like I want um, to pick him just like I want to pick Mike Joy for like the best booth, but it's yeah. like, you know, is this them in their prime or is this them next year? Cuz next year I don't I don't know about Larry Mack. Dude, I appreciated I pre look not in my dream booth, but I appreciate J Mac, Jamie McMurray's like commentary. Yeah, you know what? He, cuz he was he was at Charlotte like giving like actually I think this is what's happening with the uh, so he was like so and so is running uh 3 tenths of a lap faster da da da. He was giving insight of what was going on with like who was getting who had speed, who had better pit stops and I was like, you know, he's not bad. I don't want him in my dream booth, but yeah, Junior, Kurt Busch, uh, Alan Beswick. Ooh, nice. Good pick. Good All pick. time great. Um, I would agree 100% with that booth. One other person that I like, probably not my dream booth. I like when he's in the booth. I like what he has to say, but I can't stand his voice. Who do you think that's going to be? Active driver. Oh, oh, Joey Logano? Yep. <laughs> yeah, honestly, he's I, good. I, like, I, I like really <laughs> like when like Kevin and Joey and Ryan yeah. Blaney and them have been doing the Xfinity races. It's fun. I think it gives a little insight to the Xfinity booth of like how it's go. Like they get to talk about things like, see, this is what's happening here. That's what I'd be looking for and stuff. A little more insight. And right. It's, because it's not the same. They... It's, it's usually better than Sunday's booth. Yeah. Because um, they're active drivers and they're like, yeah, I know what he's looking for there. Like, yeah, and and they're like uh, more of a veteran than the people. Yeah, that I like when Austin's up on. there with them. Austin's um, good, actually. <laughs> it's good for the door. And then the way Kurt's like going out the door, I honestly would love like, hey, Clint, you know, let's put you back at damn, let's put you and Michael Waltrip back at home for Race Hub, and yeah. Kevin and Kurt and somebody other than Mike Joy. Mike Joy is a great, but it's time to hang it up. And a third, like a an, an like a, a yes. host. You need an actual a like, lead commentator. Yeah, lead yeah. broadcaster. Somebody that like two racers studied journalism their whole life. Yeah. Like they also, know how to run a booth. And that's the thing I love with NBC, dude. You got like two drivers, a broadcaster, and a crew chief. Yes, it's, it's so like, good. It's so in depth. There's so much to talk about. They have personality and reactions, and also a lot of professionalism. Yep. And they treat it, yeah, they treat it yeah, they professional. Treat it like a race, not a hot dang diggity Sunday night. A yeah, because, I mean, Junior will act kind of like that on his pod sometimes, you know. He'll be cussing and acting a fool. like Yeah. But when he's in the booth, you know, he dresses, he tucks his shirt serious. in, and he's like, I'm professional now, and, like, I'm going to yeah. treat this with respect. Uh, Clint's, like, living in the podcast world his whole life. I don't, I don't know. Also, I think I'm the only one that thinks this. But when I hear Kurt in the booth, I think he kind of sounds like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt kind of does. He has that. Okay. He has like a calming voice. I was like, like, do I, am I crazy? Sometimes when I'm just listening, you know, and I'm yeah. kind of zoning out and I hear his voice, I'm like, is that fucking Joe Rogan in the booth? Yeah. Kurt's got good, like, good, the like the way he talks is soothing in some yeah, sort of way. I like it. Yeah. I like Kurt in the booth. Hell yeah. Um, well, we haven't talked about Bristol, and we haven't talked about penalties. Oh, God. Should we, we do had... penalties? 
I thought we talked a little bit about Bristol. I thought I thought this whole episode was going to be penalties, and it's like been so much other shit. That's fine. I literally was like, "Well, we're getting that time." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. We haven't. Let's address penalties, elephant dude. in the room and talk about what came out. Well, I guess it came out well, last week. We briefed about is a uh, a lot what, more just came out today though. <laughs> what is, what is and what isn't changing parts and manipulating parts on the yeah. car? Uh, automatic bullshit. And what? Uh, hey, you either change the part. Or didn't change the part. And hey, guess what? You change the part. Okay, you change the part. Thor's hammer. Fine. You get fine. That's what we do. You change the part. You get fine. Hey, the fine is $100,000 and 100 points. So we did last year to everybody. So we're going to do this year to everybody. Okay. Hey, well, um, we and have this. Do you this remember, third- by what? the way, when this came down? On the show, we were talking about how much we respected NASCAR because they didn't yeah, care that it was Hendrick. Down on Hendrick. Yeah, we were like, finally, they put their foot down. Well, that's, the, that's, a, that's where I'm leading into. It's like, hey, so we're going to have this like little judicial system where you're allowed to appeal it. And we're going to have like just some like random people in this room you can talk to that know nothing about what's going on. And they'll just like, they'll make a final decision. And okay, hey, we felt that they did change the part. Okay, so there's a confirmation, a mention of guilt. They did change the part. And we're going to fine them the $100,000, but give them their points back. Well, what? Like, hey, hey, you can go to jail, but, like, you can just go home. I mean, that's kind of how our like, system works now. <laughs> yeah, so, I, dude, I am totally blown away that this happened to begin with of, hey, yeah, sounds like there was a lot of – uh financial compensation uh admitted here of persuasion uh but yeah we got their points back that's the most crucial part and then uh and then all of a sudden the appeal today colleague got fined for the same thing same penalty thor's hammer and colleague's fucking penalty sticks oh well we lessened it 25 points yeah oh my god wow what was it Seventy five thousand instead of a hundred thousand if anything that's more embarrassing yeah, but um, they were like, they're like, yeah, no, you're kind of right, but like, you're not Hendrick. Yeah, you didn't pay <laughs> us. So, so I think the big issue here is this judge committee. I don't know whatever you call it, the Supreme Court. I guess we'll call it Supreme Court of NASCAR. Um, first of all, th- that's stupid. This is not a democracy that we live in. This is a dictatorship. NASCAR yeah. makes the rules. They can set the standards. They can set the punishments. If you want to race here, you got to live by their rules. It sucks, but that's how it is. It's not a democracy. It's a, They own it. So there's no need for yeah. this like, Supreme Court policy. But on top of exactly. that, to make matters worse, to make matters so much worse, is it's not the same judges for every case. So yeah. it's the same exact thing, like like how the Supreme Court's works. They make a decision, and then everyone else that has the same kind of crime goes, okay, now y'all are also free because we've made this decision, yeah. and this is the one decision. That would yeah. be like an America. NASCAR versus Louvers. That would be Hendrick versus NASCAR. That would be like in America with our Supreme Court, we have a decision. Let's say like abortion, right? That was a big one. We have a decision yeah. on abortion. And then another person that's like, well, well, now I want an abortion. Instead of being like, no, we have this Supreme Court decision now, they would go, okay, now here's, you know, nine new people, nine new judges that have nothing to do with the last case. And now they give you a whole different 
I mean, it's so stupid. It makes no sense whatsoever. If you're going to have a Supreme Court that you can take complaints to and they can, you know, redefine rules, then it should at least be the same people. But if it's NASCAR making these rules instead of a body of, you know, representatives, then why do you even need a Supreme Court? You've made the rules. You can dish out your own punishment. Right. That's what I don't get is like, well, it was a third-party appeals committee. It's like, okay, well, who approves that? NASCAR. And then NASCAR's mad that the fine gets pulled back. Like, apparently NASCAR wanted the penalty to stick. It's like, well, then why'd you let an appeal committee even exist? Yeah, why did you give up that kind of authority? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that's what I, I think it should be cut and dry. Penalty, done. Enough said. You fucking judge, jury, and executioner. That you <laughs> Oh, my God. That's right. a good one. Oh, shit, dude. That actually, uh, yeah, it kind of works. Yeah, it's insane that they get their points back. And that's what I said is when we get down here to the fucking playoffs and William Byron, Bowman, and Elliot, and all, well, I guess Elliot's excluded. Larson and all of them are like in the final eight, and or two of them are in the final four, and one of them wins a championship. This whole season is going to be like a load of shit. NASCAR needs to change the verbiage on the rules to eliminate the and or. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, they should be clear on the rules, but also why? I think are it should they, just be points. Don't even. Why are they allowing a, a third party to decide these things? Yeah. That doesn't make any like sense. Can Luna I be to fucking Luna to decide if I got a speeding ticket or not? Right. Yeah. He's just like, well, now this person gets to decide. I know that the yeah. the rules were created, but this random person gets to decide. Uh, but I also agree. Let's just make it points. That hurts people uh through the series r really bad that's very important um but it doesn't kill teams like collie yeah yeah that's gonna hurt them a lot so, I don't, what was it? justin I haley's season is over i think it was seventy five thousand dollars you know that's that's a lot of money for them yeah and that's a like well even though i mean the points aside is like like that right there he's gonna have to win a race which is very hard to do but it's like he would have probably had to do that anyway. But I, I could have seen Justin Haley battling for like tw you know tw top twenty five in points. Now he's gonna be battling to just be in points. Yeah, I mean honestly, if William Byron wins now, that's just gonna. I don't know. It's I don't know. Like I'm not putting this on Byron. I'm not putting on a Hendrick. They 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 changed something and they're trying to get away with it and they did get away with it. You know. Good for yeah. them. Colleague probably isn't putting this on Henry. They're probably like, damn, I wish we could have done what they did. This yeah, what the fuck? So I can't be mad at Byron if he wins the championship now. But I'm just going to have – it's a sour taste in my mouth where I'm like, that was kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I totally disagree with the whole thing. Yeah. Sad. Sad what's happening. Um, if I was Haley and I won a race, I'd be dropping the, <laughs> the X suck on the – Oh, funny. Um, well, do you want to make Bristol predictions then? Yeah, we're going dirt racing at Bristol. I think we've talked about enough about ruining the best track with uh, <laughs> dirt. Um, I, I, I'm like not even. I mean, I'm not anti like going to be bone watch track. I'm gonna watch it and have fun. It's gonna be at night. At least that will yeah. pizzazz. Uh, it's on Easter. I don't care. Um, I well, do feel it, for the families of like workers and you know drivers and stuff like this is like a that sucks major holiday yeah like that's a it's always been a day to be with your family and shit. yeah that's it that's kind of a dick move yeah yeah it's a huge dick mood i did love denny was like yeah we used to be off this weekend and i would go to the masters and now i don't get to do that 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that feel for that. Um, yeah. And they used to have two weeks off. Yeah. So um, it is that kind of stings. Uh, but for but, a fan, Easter Sunday night is actually a pretty sweet time to watch a race. Yeah. Because yeah, what else like, are you Especially doing? if, like, hey, the whole family's in town. Like, Y'all want to go to this race or something? Yeah, it's not like during I see it being a double-edged or, sword, you know. though. If the attendance is low, it's like, yeah, it was Easter. People were out with their families. Tenants will definitely be low, I would I think imagine. it'll be low. Um, yeah, unless it was, like, in a city where there's a lot of people already just staying in town. But Bristol is a place that you have to travel to. I don't yeah. see people picking up their entire family on Easter Sunday and going to Bristol. Yeah, I don't either. Um, and also maybe be a leading sign of, uh, you know, how how long do we keep up the charade yeah. of covering this track and yeah. dirt? Yeah, I think that's going to be a very telling this this coming Sunday. So, but yeah, we'll go ahead and give our locks and give our underdogs and see what uh we fucking come up with. You want to go first on your underdog? No, I don't. I haven't thought about this at all. <laughs> uh, who who are you going with? Um, my underdog is going to be the 47 of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Because the dirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he dirt races a lot. He finished second year the first year. Uh, he's kind of always been good if he doesn't get wrecked. Yeah. Shit, man. I don't know. This is tough. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go Justin Haley. Ooh, very Fuck good. Fuck him, pick. dude. Yeah, very put his good nuts pick. on your face. Yeah, dog. he wins the dirt race. That would be yeah, sick. He's a good little dirt race. Literally right after all this, you know? That would be that would be badass. Yeah, that would be a huge mic drop. By the okay. way, you like uh all these fake ass Larson fans. Look at this uh 42, 42. credit one. Ooh, throwback. Larson. <laughs> Speaking of OJ. Um <laughs> All right. Well, who's your lock of the week? Um, I mean, I I guess I I guess I'll go Larson because I got this koozie. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's I'm not going to win though. No, I feel like he wasn't. I feel like every bolt well, for the two years and watch him win now. But uh, I really wanted you know, one of us to pick. Scratch up. that, Alex Bowman. <sighs> All right, I can just turn that to an eight. That well, was before. That was before you did your pick. So I feel like that still counts. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Alex um. What made you change? Because I wanted a different driver, but I was still trying to think of a guy that races dirt a Watch lot. Watch Larson win. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, well, that's you the know thing. He will. <laughs> that's the yeah. He will now. Uh, <laughs> right, is, right when I do that, everybody's been like Larson and Christopher Bell. What? And they've been like non-existent. Yeah, and that's two. why I was. Like, they got wrecked the it. first one, and I, they both finished top ten last one. But there was no like dirt race domination. No. It always seems like the pavement guys have like kind of like capitalized on these. I now Reddick when Carisco that was fun last year. Uh, but speaking of who you just yeah, said, Reddick, my pick is my pick is going to be Joey Logano in the twenty two car. Yep, yeah, that's a really good pick. He won it the first year. He finished third last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really good average, and I'm kind of just going with house money on that. I don't think he'll win, but I think he'll at least be up there. I mean, he's got a good. He's got as good he's of got a, chance a damn as good else. shot, dude. All right. Well, I think that does it for another episode. Hey, yeah, it was a good one. We got it in a little early this week. Felt next good. week's going to be hard. Honestly, like it's going to be extremely hard for me to do episode. Oh, no, you're busy. Oh, yeah. Wait, we were talking about having them on. Oh, yeah, God, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. If you can't make it and I have them on, that, that'll that be fine. That'll be OK. I'm just saying like 
I'll be working on dark every day. Okay. So um, it, if if you're gonna miss an episode, it definitely is good to miss one while I have some other people on. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cause then I'm not like by myself and the fans yeah. don't have to like watch hey. just me. Hey, that's how I used to do it for years. I don't yeah, know how man. anybody watched. I don't know how you got this far. <laughs> yeah. Well, good episode. Good catching up yeah. everybody and talking shit. Let's go getting dirty in Bristol. Happy mm. Easter to those who celebrate it. <laughs> All right. Peace. All right, peace. Mm.